If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Atari Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Welcome back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Super Bowl 55 week. Just across the way in Tampa. It's so strange not to be there. And when we are there, we get to meet up with a lot of Oh, former Jags players, current Jags players, former NFL players, athletes. One of them, uh, Alan Robinson, we usually catch up with on Super Bowl weekend. It's been a lot of fun to do so over the years. It's been a lot of fun to continue to follow Alan Robinson's career. Austin Lane just got done telling the story about when he went to the Chiefs, he broke down a Chiefs practice with that was my moment. Jags on three instead of Chiefs on three. Yeah. One, two, three, Jags. Yeah. Let's bring in Alan Robinson and see if he's ever broken down Chicago Bears with... Jags on three. <laughs> One, two, three, Jags. Has it ever happened to you? How you guys doing? No, that has never happened to me, fortunately. It's funny because um, when I first got here, Coach Nagy was kind of joking with me. He said that Alex Smith had the same thing happen to him when he got to when he first got to Kansas City. So he kind of he kind of warned me like, hey, uh, just make sure that this that that this doesn't happen because I've seen it happen to some guys. So I was forewarned a little bit, you know, before I got my first breakdown. See, it's a pandemic in Kansas City, man. <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it's contagious there. <laughs> I guess it is. I'll tell you what. I blame Alex Smith. I'm, a, I'm impressed with Coach Nagy right there about the details of warning you about that, <laughs> Allen Robinson. Yeah, yeah, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm definitely glad he did because it's funny because some guys who played in places for a long time and have kind of broke it down, you know, more than a few times, Tend to have that happen to him, I'm assuming. Well, you know, it happens in our business, too, by the way. You know, if you go to a different market, <laughs> yeah. you know, and I finish with Action Sports Jacks or CBS 47 or something like that on, sure. on like, a stand-up on TV. Well, if you, when you first initially, you said something for three or four or five years in a row, so it does happen. Yeah. I've seen it happen yeah, on TV. Sure. With muscle sure. memory, Brent, that's muscle memory, man. <laughs> no doubt about it. Uh, Alan Robinson with us. Hey, man, great to hear from you. Uh, this is going to be about a 10- or 12-minute uh, pitch. Uh, for free agent Allen Robinson to come back to Jacksonville. What's the weather in Chicago today? Because it's 70 and sunny here. Well, actually, it's literally, I'm looking at my window right now, and it's currently snowing. Um, probably outside of my living room over the past week. I would say right now, with kind of some snow melting and stuff, it's still about, I'll probably say it's about 10, 10 inches to 12 inches or so Oof. kind of sitting on the on the deck outside. Wow. So do you even, like, well, you're, listen, you're a Detroit guy. You played at Penn State. Uh, you're, you're used to that. You know that. But uh, do you even go out like and shovel it or like go to the grocery <laughs> yeah, store? Yeah. So actually, well, typically I get my I get my driveway shovel, but um, it snowed. Uh, like I probably would say it had to be about 16 to 18 inches in about three days or so. So um, I had to get out and shovel my walkways just from having like maybe having stuff delivered or something like that like literally over the past like three days like i had to because it was just accumulating so much snow unbelievable alan robinson with us action sports jacks on espn 690 
102 catches, 1,250 yards, six touchdowns this year for Chicago. That's a career high in receptions. Are you enjoying this, looking forward to the next month or so of now free agency? You have no idea really where you're going to play football in 2021, unless you already do know and you want to tell us. (laughs) No, I don't have any idea, and I'm definitely enjoying it um, for myself. And I'm not just enjoying the the process of, you know, uh, getting a new contract and stuff like that. But, you know, just from being able to look back at the work that I put in over the past few years, you know, again, when I was sitting at this time three years ago, about to be a free agent, I was coming off a tour in ACL. So, um, it was a lot of unknown going into my situation, you know, still for myself. And, I mean, that's definitely a stressful, you know, situation in itself. So, for myself, being able to put the work in, you know, over the past three years, get back to where I wanted to be, to put myself in this situation – to wherever that may be is, is definitely, you know, soothing and uh for myself. You know, like I said before, like I said when I left Jacksonville, you know, that my best football was ahead of me, you know, and I said that and I truly meant that. You know, and I think the same thing right now is that, you know, my best football is still ahead of me. You know, again with, with myself being twenty seven years old. So I'm definitely looking forward to the process over the next month or so. Talking to NFL free agent, wide receiver, Jaguars, hopeful possibly in uh, Allen Robinson. <laughs> um, listen, man, you, you play a position, and it, it's crazy. And, like, I don't want you to throw anybody underneath the bus or anything like that. But, like, for instance, I play defensive end. If I go out there and I get 12 sacks a year, I'm going to get paid regardless. But the amount of money that you make and the success that you make, it stems directly from somebody else. And that's the quarterback position. So what is it like to know that, to feel like, listen, you can be the best wide receiver in the world, but if you don't have the offense or the quarterback to, you know, to throw you the ball, you're not getting paid. Is that ever like, do you ever kind of ponder that a little bit? Yeah, well, it's, it's funny because, you know, um, kind of, I want to say like back in college, you know, um, when you were kind of going through the process of wanting to get to the NFL and things like that, I mean, it's like, first and foremost, for you to get the ball as a receiver – the play call has to come in to have you prioritize in in that to, in that progression for the quarterback. Then the next step is the defensive coverage has to keep you prioritized in that kind of uh, pre-snap kind of thing. Then the quarterback has to you know see you get the ball to you, and then you got to make the play. You know, so it's a lot that does go on from literally a play-to-play basis for a receiver for you to be able to get the ball. But again, I mean, as receivers and playing this position. Now for uh, throughout college and being in the NFL, you kind of get used to that, you know. But it's funny because, like, way back it was a little bit different for me because I didn't start playing receiver until my junior year of high school. I had played running back my whole life. So then, you know, it was early on in that kind of process. It would get kind of frustrating. But as you kind of settle into that, it's just a part of the game. Mm. Alan Robinson with us, Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. And, and listen, let's be honest. What Alan has made a name for himself is I think if you talk to analysts all over the National Football League now, and, and if you ask people about Alan Robinson, the first thing that comes to mind is he's going to go get that 50-50 ball. Yeah. And, and are you proud of that? Like uh, that label? Is that a cool label to have? And, and a lo- over these years, now that you've done that year in, year out, Alan, have you figured out why you have a propensity to be able to do that and come away with the football more often than not? Yeah, um, I think it's just about, you know, body position, you know, and, and for myself being able to have good size and being able to have good balance. You know, and it was a couple of 50-50 balls that I didn't get this year, you know, and looking back at it, I know exactly why. It was for myself, it was it was my balance was off. You know, I didn't have as much leverage as I may have wanted to for the ball. And, again, playing years and years of football, that happens. But, again, for myself, you know, I don't always want to, and I think I've been able to kind of do that over the past few years. 
I, I don't always want to be labeled as a 50-50 guy. You know, I want to be labeled as a guy who can beat man-to-man coverage, who gets open, you know, who has a knack for beating press, who enjoys beating press, and can make plays all across the field and run any set of routes. You know, and I think that for myself going to Chicago, I knew that that's what I would be able to put myself in the position to be able to uh, put that form of play on display rather than just be a 50-50 guy. You know, I think as you kind of watch my tape, you see me in different man-to-man coverage. You see me in the slot. You see me outside. And I'm able to run the whole route tree. And I've been able to to kind of perfect that over the past few years. Alan, I've been very outspoken about how I feel about the franchise take. And spoiler alert, I'm not a fan of it. If the Chicago Bears were to franchise tag you on a scale of one to Deshaun Watson, how how would you feel about that? <laughs> um, I think again, like I said, I think everybody knows I'm how I kind of feel about the about the tag and, and things like that. And as we kind of get closer to that date, seeing what may or may not happen, you know, I'll go a little bit more in in depth to that. But I don't think it's any ideal situation for a guy who has proven himself over the past few years as a player, and that's across the board, you know, whatever position that may be. You know, again, I mean, for some guys, you know, guys look forward to it because it's another year for them to try to be able to earn their earn their keepsake or kind of build their resume. But, again, that doesn't hold true for everybody. Mm-hmm. And then with that being said, and you know what, let's go ahead and put the good vibes out there. So let's say you're a free agent and you get your choice of any team you want to go to. What are you looking for in the next team that you play for? Uh, the number one thing is, you know, um, I want to be playing meaningful games in December and into January. I think that's the most important thing. Again, that was that was my number one stance for coming to Chicago was, you know, again, I wanted to be in a position to be competing to get to the playoffs year after year. And for myself over the last three years, I've been to the playoffs twice, dating back to the last four years, even with me being hurt. I've been in the playoffs three times, you know, mm-hmm. so for myself, I want to, I want to keep that going. You know, it's a fun experience when you get late into the season and you, you know, rallying around each other, trying to, for like this year, you know, we, we learned a lot of, for our team in Chicago, losing six straight, but still being able to rally towards the end of the season to make that playoff push. So that's the most important thing for me. Alan Robinson with us, Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but if, if you go back to the Jags days, I don't think it was – we've talked about this before. Because of all the change, you brought this up, the, the constant change in coaching, whether it's assistance and new offenses, kind of – I don't know about getting out of Jacksonville, but leaving Jacksonville, it was like, okay, there might be some brighter things out there. Uh, how would you characterize your time in Chicago? Uh, does it help that Matt Nagy's going to be back? Have you had fun playing for the Chicago Bears? I mean, is that a place, you know, if things work out from a dollar standpoint and, and everything else that, you know, you'd be happy to play for another three, four or five years? Definitely, definitely. You know, um, it's been it's been fun. Um, it's been fun. You know, again, depending on everything kind of kind of um, works out or not, you know, looking back at my experience, in Chicago, like I said before, these past two years, I've caught for over 200 balls. In the past two years, in the past three years, I've caught for over 3,000 yards. You know, so we've got to the playoffs two out of three years. We've never had a losing record. You know, so, though, you know, when you have years like that, you know, it's fun and it's exciting for a player because you're able to do what you do as a player, but you're also enjoying the team's success as well. You know, and it's been a roller coaster ride, and it's going to be like that wherever you go across the NFL. You know, that's for most teams. You know, again, I mean, looking at even, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs, they've, I don't know how many game, games they've lost over the past two years, but for the most part, situations like that are a little bit 
unheard of. You know, they're having an enormous amount of success. You know, for most teams in the league, it's kind of the roller coaster ride of the season and guys getting into the playoffs and things like that. So, I mean, but for the most part, you know, again, it's been it's been fun. It's been exciting. You know, it's everything that I thought it would be. You know, when I when I signed up and came here. Yeah, if I was a free agent, I wouldn't rule hardly anybody out. But knowing that you did spend time in Jacksonville, you're different. They're a little. They're a lot different right now in 2021. Uh, would it, it would it be something that you'd entertain, or would you say cross it off the list? I don't even want to entertain it. No, for sure. Just like you said, for for me, I wouldn't I wouldn't rule out anything. You know, again, I'm a person where you know, uh, for myself, I like to think of myself as a as definitely a, a forward thinker. You know, and I think that for myself in my career, I've been that throughout my career. You know, even going to Chicago, I knew that Chicago was the best for myself, was the best for the next few years of my career. I'll be able to maximize my opportunity. I'll be able to win games. So for myself, I've always been a forward thinker, and I've never crossed um, things off the list. You know, so again, I mean, for myself, um, I would say that, you know, everything's on the table, like I said before. You know, so um, nothing's crossed off or nothing will be crossed off until we get to a standpoint where things and decisions are starting to have to be made. Alan, this could be kind of a crazy question because if you look at the NFL wide receiver now, I mean, they're kind of a jack-of-all-trades, whether they line up on the outside, in the slot. And, like, I saw you a lot in the slot this year, and you had a lot of success out of the slot. Like, in your eyes, if you're going to go to another team, like, do you want to be that one receiver? Do you mind being the slot guy? Do you just want to kind of get in where you fit in? Or do you want to go to a team that needs that bona fide one receiver? You know, um, that's, that's that's so tough to say. You know, I think for myself and my skill set, um, I can play. You know, in in many different uh, in many different spots. Mm-hmm. You know, I think when you look at some of the top guys across the league now, guys are playing everywhere. You know, and guys are interchangeable. So for myself, I always think of it. You know, for for me, it's just uh, being a part of of a certain not a certain scheme, but being able to to run the route tree. I think that's where I find my most success at. You know, I don't look at myself as just a deep ball guy. Or I'm not. Just, just to this or just to that, I could do a little bit of everything. I can run choice routes. I can run out routes. I can run slants. I can run daggers. You know, I've, I've caught everything over the past two years and caught a lot of balls, you know, over the past two years. So for myself, I look at it as, you know, I pretty much am a versatile guy who can fit into any offense. Alan Robinson with his Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. All right, you ready? You ready, Austin? Let's get it. We've got to pitch him. Let's get it. Listen, I don't know if Alan knows. He, I, he's, he's savvy. He sees social media. Jags fans would like Alan Robinson to come back home. Well, first of all, hang on. Hey, hey, Alan, before we get into this, you put out a tweet probably a month ago or two months ago, and it was, if you know, you know. Now, when you put that tweet out, you know how people can get on, on Twitter. Jaguars fans absolutely went crazy. Tony Khan liked it. <laughs> to- Tony Khan liked it. Okay, the the one of the owners of the Jaguars like that stuff. You know what I'm saying? So you're on everybody's radar right now. Do you care to tell us what you meant by that tweet? Number one, and number two, then I'll let Brent kind of take over with the Jaguars pitch some more. Well, again, it's, it's kind of funny and for myself. I'll say this: this is this I, this is the only bit of I guess tea that I let you into about that. Well, about any tweet is that even for myself, I read and I'm, I'm heavily active on Twitter. So I do see a lot of different things that are said, you know, whether if it's uh, critics, whether if it's uh, support and love or whatever the case may be. So I will say that, you know, and, again, I do see a lot of things on Twitter. So for – and, again, for people who know me, you know, again, 
It's one of those things. If you do know, then you know. So, um, <laughs> I wonder if that will become more clear over the next month. I thought five, we were going to make some T-shirts out of this, man. Might. Yeah. Might. By the way, you know, I'll, tell, I'll share a little story about that before I get into my pitch because <laughs> Alan Robinson, when he was here in Jacksonville, I remember specifically this one time. I don't, I don't know. It was during a game. You know, when you live tweet during a game, you might be critical of players or or maybe it was a play that dropped. Or, sure. You know, I mean, that's what we do is in the well, press that's, that's what you do that's I what do i that. do yeah, yes. you don't because don't. you just say i'm a former player so i gotta be good to former pl- uh, to play. something like that but, yeah yeah but anyway I, I i don't even remember the tweet but i remember alan robinson liking the tweet and i don't think it was the nicest tweet about alan robinson oh yeah i really don't yeah. but i remember him liking it but i've always appreciated the fact that he didn't it's block not like you. he ever said no he didn't block me like one other guy or that he still comes on the show and talks yeah that's cool i respect that i appreciate that a and again, and, and and well, and even for myself, like I said, I'm a bone person who's very active on Twitter. You know, so most things I don't really take too personal. You know, again, because I mean, I'm a person who I have my own opinion on things. You know, in general, you know, that could be contract, that could be uh, if somebody says something that they believe I should have caught or whatever the case may be. You know, I have I have I have my opinion. You know, so even when I kind of like say tweets and and things like that, if it's something that I probably have previously you know, saw or a statement that was made, again, whether it's football-related, contract-related, or anything like that. You know, it's one of those, again, situations where, you know, if you if you know, then you know. Hey, this is great that you're talking to us. I know you don't have much else to do. I mean, come on, there's a foot of snow outside your window in Chicago. But we appreciate <laughs> yeah, you. are in Tampa Bay right now, man. That's right. Yeah. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Right, here it is. got to help me with the pitch. I got you. You just listen, A-Rod. This is it. This is, you're a free agent, and I've crunched some numbers. You are going into... The prime of your career. You're going to be 28 by the time the season starts. Mm-hmm. Coming off some terrific seasons. You even said it earlier in this interview that my best football is ahead of me. I couldn't agree more. I looked up some Hall of Fame numbers with some folks. How about Marvin Harrison? 14 years. That means you'd have to play seven more. 190 games, 1,100 receptions, 14,000 yards, 13 yards a catch, 128 touchdowns. It's a lot of touchdowns. So we're going to have to pick up the touchdown pace. Are you his agent right but now? Are you trying to bring him to Jacksonville? No, no, what are we no, doing? No, okay, okay, get, okay. I think A-Rob I mean, is we... on the way to potentially a okay. Hall of Fame career if and only if he plays with Trevor Lawrence ah, in Jacksonville. There it is. There it so, is. listen, Bortles, Trubisky, Foles, awesome guys. But come on, look at the numbers Allen Robinson has put up mm-hmm. in his seven-year career and one he missed an entire season. He's got 457 catches, 6,000 yards, 13.1 yards a catch, 39 touchdowns. Come on home, A-Rob. We will make the next four years the best years you've ever played here in Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence, Urban Meyer, LaVisca Chenault, DJ Chark. We're ready to roll with Allen Robinson. A-Rob to Jacksonville. You put up all those numbers in Jacksonville. 1,400 yards, went to a Pro Bowl. 14 touchdowns in a two-tone helmet, by the way. He did that. What could he do now here in Jacksonville? Mustard jerseys, they're gone. The old regime, they're gone. Fresh new faces, we don't even, fresh new jerseys. We don't even Let's have go. to fight over a couple bucks. The Jags have plenty of it. Yeah, they got point. plenty of it. Come on home, baby. Come on home. <laughs> I appreciate you guys, man. <laughs> hey, hey, one last thing. I'll leave you with he this. He didn't say no. Urban, he didn't say no. Yeah. Urban Meyer. If you can't beat him, you got to join him. Oh, Ohio no. Ohio State 6-1 oh, no, over no. Penn State in the oh. last seven tries. I mean, <laughs> what, what are you doing right now, I got, man? I mean, this we is got, backfiring like you wouldn't believe. I mean, no, you got to join them. Dude, he's still got school pride. <laughs> he talks back about Penn State now all of a sudden. <laughs>
<laughs> Unreal. Right, we got to rib them a little bit. Okay. we got to keep it level here. Sorry about that, Alan. Uh, hey, when do you think stuff will pick up on the free agent front? Will that take early March? Will it happen soon? Yeah, I probably, I probably will say early March. Actually, and it's funny because um, I'm glad of having experience going through free agency before. Cause I know a lot of guys who become free agents, you don't really know how the process is. You know, so my first time, I'm like, like I, I, I literally remember like it was yesterday. The week before free agency, I went to the Bahamas. I just kind of wanted to have a little vacation and chill out a little bit and things like that. Cause I didn't know like what was in store, you know, so – um, I never like literally never forget it. Like I think I, I signed with Chicago like Thursday morning is when we kind of verbally agreed to terms. I remember I had literally went to sleep and my agent called me like two times. And actually one of my buddies was at my place. He knocks on my door because my agent had called him as well. And he woke me up at like one thirty, two o'clock in the morning, and the deal was done. Wow. So so really like you're that you're really not that much involved in it. You're really not. I mean, you you are kind of like once it kind of gets down to you know the teams and stuff like that. But um, it's a process that you're not a, like crazy involved in, or as much as you may think uh, beforehand. You know, once you kind of talk to your agent, agent has a feel for you for what you want and things like that. So um, that's kind of the info that he has, and that's what he goes with. And then you know they come back to you when it starts to when the bullets start flying. Yeah, and bottom line is we've told this story before, but the Jags did make an offer like Labor Day of your of 2017 mm-hmm. and it I whether you turned it down or whether it just didn't get anywhere, then you have the bad luck of the ACL against Houston on the first couple of plays of the season and then I think their offer goes down because of the ACL, but Chicago still valued you and uh to to in terms of the dollars, um, and and you end up in Chicago, and obviously have a, a good last three years. Is that about right? Yeah, yeah, that's about right. I, I will say this. I will say this, and I kind of tell, and I joke with everybody and say that. Say this is an offer that like people know that you can't uh, that you can't take. Is that really a, an offer? Yeah, you said that before. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, I mean, because that's that's kind of how I that's kind of how I look at it. Like, you know, with what you guys do and you know, you're good at what you do. So if I came to you guys with an offer and you looked and you looked at me and was like, I mean, you like, no, I really can't like take this. You know what I mean? Is that, is that really an offer? You know, so. Yeah. And, and you know what Austin says it all the time. It's what the money says. Absolutely. You know, it's what the money and says. And why not let the money say something in Florida where there's no state tax? Ah, very good. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Hey, I'm just saying, Alan, man, I want to see you get paid, man. Sure. I want to see you make the most I money possible. It. I hey, got you, man. Alan Robbins. Uh, hey, who's, who you got in the Super Bowl real quick? Uh, I got Kansas City. Um, I think that it's going to be closer than the first game. I think the game when they played against Tampa ended up being close, but I don't know. Uh, it didn't, I know I know Tariq Hill had a crazy game, but I think that Tampa will have a little bit better game plan. But um, with the weapons, it's just kind of how Kansas City is, is is clicking right now. You know, I think they've had 200 yard receivers over the past first two games. Sammy Watkins has been out. I think he's playing this week. Although it will be interesting to see the impact that. Tampa Bay's front seven has with Kansas City having a couple of their O-linemen out. I will be interested to say that because I think that Tampa has a very, very dominating front seven. Yeah, they uh, they looked good, especially the last couple of weeks. Allen Robinson, I'll tell you this, man. I think you, you left uh, such a good impact there in Jacksonville. I'm serious about this. that So many fans would love to see you come back if it works out that way. But if it doesn't, I think so many are rooting for you to have a good next few years and keep this uh, stellar career going. So good luck over the I next month. It. No problem. I appreciate it. Thank you. You bet. Dallin Robinson, Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. We love catching up with A-Rob. How'd that go? How'd that recruiting thing go? I'm going to be honest. Didn't like the Penn State comment. I know. Okay. I mean, especially after the their season. Like, you think he's kind of on edge right now at Penn State University? 
Yeah, a little bit. They went, what, four and four, four and five? I mean, it was more of like, hey, Urban knows how to win. He wants to win. He told me he I'm wants just, to, he said he wants to win. He wants to be in December football. Urban knows how to win. I'm just saying, man, you need to start watching more Shark Tank. Like, no one ever goes on Shark Tank and make fun of Mark Cuban for, you know, the Dallas Mavericks. When I told much you doing. I was going to make this pitch, I thought you were going to chip in a little bit. You I, were I just didn't? standing there. Did you, did you hear the state tax reference that I brought up at the end? <laughs> at the end. Hey, hey, wait a minute. That's, that's all you need. You rescued the Penn State part. You better believe it. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I mean, you set him up. I come over the top, baby. Let's go. I, here's the thing, okay? I did A-Rob projections. Yeah, you did. For his 14-year career. If he yep. can go seven more years. And keep in mind now, his first seven, he missed a complete this is season. Cra- what do you mean you did product? Is this like a formula you wrote? No, this I is mean, crazy. I did some simple math. But 14 years, right. he'd play 176 games, 914 catches, 12,000 yards, 13 yards per catch, uh, 13.1, 78 touchdowns. I think, you know, it is not out of the equation. He needs to bump up. Probably the catches and the touchdowns Brent, to get in the conversation Brent. to be like a Hall of Fame type of receiver. Yeah, oh, no, for no, sure. No, no, seriously. Like, yeah, isn't no. That unbelie- that's no, I hear you, but the point is, like, look at who he's played quarterback with. Well, I you know. know he's so, played football so look, with that quarterback. I, I went a step further, and I, I did the next four years <laughs> with Trevor Lawrence. Look at his numbers. Yeah. The next four years is going to be, hey, hey, Rob, I hope you're still listening to the show. Yeah. 65 games, <laughs> 400 catches, yeah. 6,000 yards, 15 yards per catch, and he's going to catch 40 touchdowns in the next four years with Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Let's go. I mean, what do you want me to say, man? I'm excited. I got, I got chills. Listen, what more do you want me to say? I honestly believe I've done my part for the A-Rob side of it. Now i got to go talk to, talk to Urban Meyer, Trent Balky, and the Jags to pony up the money. No, man. Just talk to Sean Conn. Just talk to Conn. Conn's running the show, remember? Uh, Tony Conn did like it, the tweet. Should I get, get up Tony right now? I can get up Tony right now. Do you, you want to message him real quick? Say, hey, deal's all but done. Just It's that one franchise tag, though, Brent. That's the one thing I'm worried about, Chicago. It's that franchise tag. They do tag. have a little power there. I mean, they have a lot of power. I, I actually, I do think, I think he enjoys Chicago. I do. Uh, I think he enjoys the the history there, the big city. That's yeah. a part of a Rob. He likes that. I do think he also. It sounds like he likes Nagy. I, I think there's an appreciation, and the fact that they won enough games to keep Nagy might help. But yeah, they but what's the quarterback the situation? I mean, you've got. If I'm his agent, seriously, I was part agent, part Jags, right yeah. there. And if I'm his agent, I'm saying, listen, man, you can really elevate. You're, you've been excellent and unbelievable, but you can do this much more if you get a guy who can throw you the football. <laughs> no, for sure. <laughs> I mean, seriously. And that's not just Jacksonville, but he can go in a lot of places where he could go, man, 100, yard, 100 receptions, 1,200-yard seasons, and 10 touchdowns. It's just typical. I think, judging by the conversation, if Allen Robinson has it his way, He's not going back to Chicago. Now, I'm just putting words in his mouth. I'm paraphrasing here, but I get the sense he wants to go someplace new. I like that. New. You scare Chicago a little yeah, bit. Yeah, well, right good. There. I'll scare Chicago all day. What's up? But with that being said, that franchise tag is lingering, man. And listen, he, he explained how he feels about it. You know how I feel about it. I don't want to see that happen to him. Uh, big fan of A-Rob. We appreciate him joining us here at Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. More Super Bowl talk when we come back right here on ESPN 690. Austin Lane. I had braces. I still have my permanent retainer in. It's been knocked out twice. Brent Martineau. So it's not stuck in there. No, it's not stuck in there. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. You know, you obviously, anytime you change teams, you don't know how it's going to go. But I think there's been incredible support that I've had from, uh, you know, all the, you know, the team I used to play for, all, all the New England fans. And, um, you know, I still obviously have great affection for, New England and, you know, I, I said the other day, my kids were born in Boston. So, I mean, I have a lot of love for Boston and all of New England and the incredible support over the years.
That is Tom Brady. Just can't believe he's played it. It's almost like, okay, <laughs> here he is again. Yeah. That's so old hat. It's with, like Jordan going to the finals. With the Wizards, which we never thought we'd see. Well, true. I, no, I mean, I'm saying that it's but, admirable. But I'm just I'm saying, not, you not turn Tom on the Brady TV for. in June, and Michael Jordan's going to be in the finals. No, for sure, for sure. And that's what Brady has become. Question for you. Uh-oh. If Brady, let's calm down, it's all right. But if Brady wins this one, who has the more storied career? Bill Belichick, Tom Brady. Uh, I mean, I kind of already feel like Brady does regardless. Okay. So I would say yes, Brady. Okay. Um, I really don't, other than a statistic to say he won it with two teams, which Peyton Manning in this era, this generation of football, made that happen too. Joe Montana almost did. I mean, they went to the play, not almost, but he tried to do it. Yeah. Like, even that part doesn't do much for me. Like, Brady has so far passed everybody else that I do think the one interesting note, and I'll play into it even though it's 15 years down the road, is Patrick Mahomes against Brady in this instance. Because if he doesn't beat him, I do think there is some – I can fast Crazy, forward. Brent. I can fast forward to this radio show in 15, 20 years, and we're saying, well, how can he be the GOAT? How can He, he can put up all these numbers, but he didn't beat Brady. He didn't – in that Super Bowl when he was You're 43. Nuts. You're you don't, you don't buy into that? I don't buy into that at all. First of all, can you imagine us in 15 years in the show? I mean, we're probably doing this from outer, outer space or something like that, man. Like, yeah, we're making a big time. I'll probably be bald. <laughs> Ooh, that's going to be a bummer, huh? <laughs> It's going to be a bummer for you. years. I'll be on the verge of retirement, But Chuck, don't say that, man. You're, you know, we were alcoholic. You can't just go and play <laughs> golf all day. You got, you got to keep the show running. But with that being said, no, I don't buy into that, Brent, because I watched Nick Foles. Now, keep in mind, I said Nick Foles. I watched Nick Foles go toe-to-toe with Tom Brady and beat him. Yeah. And nobody talks about Tom Brady getting beat by Nick Foles, do they? That's a good point. Uggs didn't come to Tom Brady. He was like, well, you know, your endorsement deals going to go down a little bit because of Nick Foles. That's a fair point, but the only, I think the difference here is, has anybody ever talked about him in the context of greatest of all time? No, and they would never in Foles. You know, the people, again, 15 years from now, if, if there are six Super Bowls for Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. and six for uh, Brady, mm-hmm. and let's just say Mahomes in that only went to seven, but he's six and one, right? Like that would mean something to people that he didn't lose three other ones. Like that, this could be a tiebreaker of sorts. Like that's the yeah. way we have these conversations. And by the way, the way the game is going, the numbers of Mahomes will eclipse Brady most likely. Here's the thing. <laughs> this is why this is to me a silly conversation because he's not going to do it. Like I don't care how good you think Patrick Mahomes is. He is not going to eclipse what Tom Brady has done in his career. He's not. In fact, and wh- and I don't what, think okay. anybody ever will. Okay. Anybody. Not even Trevor Lawrence, although we'll come close. And and what <laughs> couldn't resist, could you? I hope so. <laughs> That'd be fun to cover. <laughs> Let me tell you. Can you imagine if that happens? Oh my gosh. We're on ESPN. I'm, I'm, I mean, ESPN six ninety, obviously, but we're on the big one. All right, because we've we've seen a lot of Jenna Lane. Remember yes, when Jenna Lane are. was on the show? Yes. Jenna Lane was like, you know, she was noticeable, but all of a sudden, Tom Brady goes to Tampa Bay, and Jenna Lane's another stratosphere, Brent. Like. I put out a tweet, hey, you want to come on the show? No, she doesn't have time for us anymore. You know what I'm saying? She's talking to the big wigs at ESPN. It's true. That could be us one day. We could be the epicenter. That that, that could be us one day. The question is, who's going to be that person? Because it's the only (laughs) way. There's only Highlander, man. There's only one of them. It's going to be you. I don't think so. It's going to be you, man. They're not going to come for me. Oh, by the time that happens, I'll be like 55. I'm like the old white guy, man. I mean, they're going to not get it. Uh, I feel like you're you're right in there. Yeah. You know know what's interesting? You know, we saw the Brett Favre stuff, right? Mm Mm-hmm. 
how many uh, kind of like old white quarterbacks and old white players probably got saved this week that there wasn't a Super Bowl radio row? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yeah, man. 2021. Like, thankful for the pandemic, maybe? Times are changing a little bit. Pa- very thankful for the pandemic. You think, that, that's you a think great Brett call. Favre made some noise out of there? Wait until you oh, see what. What, what you, you think Dan other? Reno's going to come and say something crazy? Nah, not Dan. Oh, yeah. oh don't <laughs> say that, man. Because you know how I feel about Brett Favre. That was my hero. And I'm watching that fool just bury my hopes and dreams of, you know, talking about Deshaun Watson, talking about, oh, by the way, Trevor Lawrence is not going to Jacksonville, apparently, because Brett Favre's got the inside. <laughs> yeah. It's better defensive yeah. play. So, so don't sleep on Dan Reno saying something stupid, man. It seems to be a trend these days with old quarterbacks. Uh, South Beach Gary joins us right now. Action Sports Chats on ESPN 690. Sorry to keep you hanging, man. We had a long convo with uh, Alan Robinson. Why did I just say convo? Uh, welcome into the show. <laughs> no problem. Enjoying the, enjoying the conversation. A few things, please, right before you let me go. First of all, I wouldn't mind Alan Robinson in South Beach, but uh, – uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick guys announced that he throwing to him. Hey, he wants an upgrade, not a downgrade. He's coming from Mitch Trubisky. Ryan Fitzpatrick announced he's gonna he wants to play another year. Do you think that's something the Jags might explore as a backup? Well, Austin has said that Austin would like that idea. Good idea. Yeah, listen, I can see the sense of it. I, I I brought this up a couple weeks ago with Alex Smith. And I just think I was just drawing connecting dots between Alex Smith and Urban Meyer. And I would see an older veteran quarterback who I think Washington's going to cut because of the salary and bring him in. Uh, and a lot of folks, by the way, well, some folks didn't mind that idea, but a lot of folks did like the idea of Fitzpatrick potentially coming in. Uh, so, yeah, I could see a situation like that. And by the way, I still think Minshew's on the roster. Yeah. I, I just don't know if I see Minshew as like the Trevor Lawrence tutor. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I would say that, South Beach Gary. Right. And, and the other thing, guys, with the uh, NFL honors on Saturday, as you know, being the preeminent Dolphin fan on the show, uh, between uh, Brian Flores nominated for Coach of the Year, Zach Thomas in the Hall of Fame, or Xavier Howard with the 10 interceptions nominated for Defensive Player of the Year, what do you think is the most likely? Flores getting Coach of the Year? Yeah, it's a good. I I would I would think Flores coach of the year would be the most likely. I don't think he's going to get it with the six losses in in um oh they they had the early exit right correct yeah so uh yeah I don't it's a fantastic year by him but I don't think uh he's going to get it South Beach Gary thanks for the call man Action Sports Jacks on ESPN six ninety nine zero four three six two nine nine zero one if you want to jump in uh, Zach Thomas I really don't feel again I grew up watching Zach Thomas play a lot I was a Dolphins fan as a kid yeah and I really liked Zach Thomas I just don't. I don't think he's getting in this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe sometime, usually because these finalists do. But I still just don't. That comes a really, really good play. Like, really, 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 really good player. I just don't always think, like, oh, yeah, sure thing, Hall of Fame Canton for Zach Thomas. And some of that, I mean, some of those Dolphin teams were just okay uh, toward the end, I think, especially for him. And speaking of coach of the year, should we be talking about Kevin Stefanski? Well, no, listen. I, I think mean, South Beach Gary was I, just I, I asking question, in like, the context. Which one? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because, listen, Aaron. Who's going to win uh, Defensive Player of the Year? Either Miles Garrett, um, I wish Aaron Donald. It's going to be Aaron Donald because you know Miles Garrett was my pick. Yeah, it's going to be Miles either... Garrett's close now. Yeah, I think it's Aaron. Donald, I just don't though. think they're giving it to a corner. No. Uh, and Xavier Howard, by the way, the ten interceptions ridiculous. So impressive. If, now, if you ask me, which one should most likely happen? Like a better chance of should happening? Sure. I might say Xavier Howard. Yeah. 
I mean, it's impressive, man. I mean, he was unbelievable. They paid him money. What he's been able to do living up in 10, 10 picks is a lot of picks. Yeah. That's a lot of picks. Well, but Flores did an outstanding job. Very deficient on offense, too. And I just think the league appreciates what Flores has done yeah. more so than what Howard has done. Didn't Stefan Gilmore win Defensive Player of the Year? Or am I crazy? I might have won, like, AP Defensive okay. Player of the Year. It wasn't, like, the official. He might have, though. I don't know. Maybe I'm you crazy. You have to look that up. You have to look it up. I mean, um, and, and by the way, this could be a thing where they just get tired of giving it to, like, J.J. Watt and, yeah. and Aaron Donald. <laughs> For sure. Right? For sure. I mean, it, well, it could be T.J. Watt now, too. Well, that's true. That's another yeah. one we, we can't sleep on because he was tr- terrific. Yeah, he's good. Good player. But can you imagine if Allen Robinson's like, you know what? I've been through a lot in my life. I mean, I had Blake Bortles. I had Mitch Trubisky. Nick Foles came in. I had Nick Foles for a while. Then I'm back to Mitchell Trubisky. I'm going to the prime of my life. You know what? Let's go ahead and double up on Tua Tonga Viola. Hey, let's go ahead and risk it all. It's Tua time. Isn't it? There's no way. You know what's funny? Isn't it hard to, like... Like, in Jacksonville, I'm going to be honest with you, sometimes it feels like it's hard to, like, rip some of the guys, the people, the players, because, like, you're really, they're good people, at least the way you know them, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's just the nature of the business, the nature of the job. From afar, Tua feels like that for me. One, because, <laughs> like, one, he it's so early. I mean, come on. Let's not close the book on the guy. Hey. He wasn't that impressive. But doesn't Find me he, a book right now. I'm closing it. Doesn't he seem like the nicest guy in the world? Oh, for sure. Dude, great I mean, story. I mean, he's an unbelievable guy. Fantastic story. And so yeah. It's almost like, I don't want to say anything bad about that guy. No, listen, Someone's going to strike me down listen, if I do that. <laughs> it's like talking bad about Tebow, <laughs> which I do on occasion about the Wonderlick score. You only thing do, I say and, about and that. And half of Jacksonville got tired of the Tebow story, yeah. so they decided that was a cool oh, thing yeah. to do as well. I, uh, yeah. And then I had to talk to him at the <laughs> <laughs> and you had me badmouth him. I, I did. The I speech tried to. I had to give. Yeah, well, you did. Yeah, you did. But he wasn't I, even listening. He wasn't listening, so it's all good. <laughs> but um, no, look, listen. I, I'm not ready to 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 write the book on Tua Tonga Viola. He might have a great career going forward. Look, listen. He he came off a major hip surgery. Wait, he kind of got thrown in the mix a little bit. But I'm just saying, from Allen Robinson's perspective, there's better ones out there. Okay, just saying. Let me ask you seriously. Where do you, where do you go if you're Allen Robinson? Where do you want to go? You're not going to the Chiefs, okay? First of all, you do have to have a you have to have a pretty good amount of money. Yeah. So I mean, you talk about the Colts, the Jets, the Jags in mm-hmm. terms of money. Uh, I think there's there's enough teams on this list. By the way, you can make as much money around if you want to. I'll tell you what, he's not going. To, I know he's a Detroit guy. He's not going to the Lions. Nah. Nah. I mean, the Lions are going to need a receiver, but I don't think he even wants to play. For I'm going to say this without knowing the cap spot. You want to know a great place for Allen Robinson, in my opinion? Steelers. Uh, it's not bad. Okay. I guess, but they're loaded at wide receiver. Sorry. I'm going, well, they're going to lose Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, but, but they're still loaded. Well, most likely. Mm-hmm. But why would they pay on Robinson if they weren't going to pay Juju Smith-Schuster? Yeah. You know what I mean? They have yeah. a guy. I, I don't, I'm not saying they're each the same, yeah. but still, what I'm saying, I think. I think I have a, an idea. Go ahead. No, I don't say we have the same thing. Seattle. So, oh. They have DK. I know. And they got, but Lockett might be, he's getting old. He's inconsistent, in my opinion. Lockett is. Check so could one. you give Russell Wilson now? He's yeah. like nine years in. He's been mm-hmm. unbelievable. Give him another weapon, mm-hmm. right? Give him another weapon. And they were a little stagnant on offense toward the end of last year. DK Metcalf, people are putting a lot of attention on. Yeah. I mean, you have DK Metcalf and Allen Robinson. Again, I have no idea what their salary situation is. But and and if Lockett stays, I don't even know his contractual situation. I just feel like if I'm a guy, that would excite me if I was Allen Robinson. It would excite yeah. me if I was a Seahawks fan. Right? To, yeah. to go out there. What about this one? 
and by rumors, I should ask him this question, but I think he wanted to go here before he signed to Chicago, Green Bay. Well, and that's a good one too. Yeah, that is a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually thought about that, kind of doing some prep for yeah. the for the interview today. Well, it's probably a good thing we didn't put it in his in his mind though, because then he would be like, oh yeah, Green Bay. Like maybe he's not thinking about it. <laughs> you know like, can you imagine? Like here's here's the playoffs next year, right? Yeah. And it's January, and Aaron Rodgers is throwing three touchdown passes. One to Allen Robinson, one to Alan Lazard, and one to Mercedes Lewis. <laughs> Jacksonville won't know what to do with themselves. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> I mean, definitely keep not. in mind, Alan Lazard caught like four passes in like the first game of the year, and everybody's like, I can't believe they caught him! <laughs> <laughs> that guy is amazing! Yeah, stud. Yeah, absolutely. It could happen, man. That's I mean, good, that, that's a good one, though. Well, I, was thinking Alan, I was thinking Alan Robinson. They're not going to re-sign Aaron Jones. I don't think he's going to want way too much money. So they're going to free him I also up. think they've got the best out of Aaron Jones, too. Yeah. It'd be tough to say he's going to duplicate what he's done. I'll be honest, and with all due respect to Aaron Jones, if I'm going to pay a top dollar for him, I am a little nervous. Because for what you're going to ask him to do on a new team paying that much money, I don't know if he's going to be that three-down back. But Yeah, I would agree with that. So where else? Any, any other spots? Seattle, Green Bay make a lot of sense. Like, again, if you... First of all, he's he's okay with the cold. Mm-hmm. He's a tough dude. Yeah, he's a blue collar guy. Detroit, you know, Penn State, right it's in that blue collars. They in come Pennsylvania. Yeah, uh, Chicago. Like he fits those teams. Like you said, the Steelers isn't a wrong pick because mm-hmm. he kind of fits that. How about the Ravens? <sighs> Again, I have no idea what their money situation is. I'm just throwing, yeah, I know. I'm just you're, you're, you're spitballing. You're spitballing, and, man. And I'm also trying to do it from where the. The organization would obviously love a guy like Allen Robinson, and he'd want to go. Like, Allen Robinson doesn't want to go to Houston right now. Like, he wouldn't want to go to Detroit back home right now. I mean, I'm not know if I trust Dan Campbell and Jared Goff. Okay, I'm going to be honest here. I'm right? starting to have some bad thoughts, some bad vibes. New topic, because I just found a team that makes maybe some sense, and I don't want to see this happen. It wasn't the Colts or the Titans? Titans. Yeah, I still think other teams Corey make Davis is going to be gone. Yeah. I, I think uh, I think even like San Francisco. San Francisco, yeah, yeah. But quarterback. I know, but what if they make a move for whoever? You know, it feels yeah. like they're going to make a move. We'll see. I believe well, for in, Cousins? in the division, if yeah. it wasn't, again, I don't know if the Jags going to get him. I know we tried to sell it. I hope. That would be great. I, I think the again, you've told, we've had this discussion. I think the Jags need somebody like Allen Robinson more than they need somebody like even Juju Smith-Schuster. Like, yeah. I, I don't... I want that one one A kind of guy to pair up with DJ Chark. Yeah. On the and by the way, you, everybody moves around now, so that they can they can move around. But I want that guy. That's the, it. Just it feels like listen, Chris Godwin, great receiver. Kenny Galladay, I think, is a great receiver. Smith Schuster, I think he's okay. But like, if Allen Robinson was to come back to Jacksonville, like that's that's a giant win. Not only from the talent, but it's also like, look at what we're doing now. Like, and Allen Robinson's the type of guy; he, he didn't end on bad terms per se. Like, he would never admit that. But let's be honest; it probably didn't end the best with his time here in Jacksonville. Yeah. But if he's willing to come back and say, you know what, I like what they have now, like that shows you that it's working, and fans uh-huh. could use that reassurance. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. I do. If I was the Colts, I'd make a big play for him. Losing T.Y. Hilton. Who's the quarterback? Then? I know. I'm saying if I'm the Colts. Okay, I got I you. I got you. I got you. By the way, signing day, national signing day yesterday. Big shout out to Coach DeRico. Pass this one along. Emma Fisher, Atlantic Coast High School, signed with Pitt Community College in North Carolina to play softball. Congratulations to Emma Fisher. More from national signing day and some shout outs to the kids along the way the rest of the week. We'll be back. Max Kellerman up next on ESPN 690. 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.